I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park of already friends this is Kara and this is Allison today we're going to talk about what to do when you're overwhelmed I think we all have had a moment or two or several where we get a little overwhelmed and maybe don't cope in the best way so today we really took a step back looked at those moments when things went really well when we were overwhelmed and how we dealt with that and kind of thinking about things that maybe didn't go as well and what to avoid in those situations. Yes. And we're also going to talk about maybe why we're feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. like what the actual root of the problem is, and then ways like practical tips to actually ground yourself when you are in that moment of overwhelmed. So we can just get back to being whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Underwhelmed. No, regular whelmed. Just whelmed. Right. Just whelmed. Love that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Right before we hopped on, we were talking about something possibly controversial about plastic surgery and enhancements to the body. Yes. (laughs) And this was stemmed from a viral video on TikTok about lip blushing. Mm -hmm. And Karen and I were saying, up until like these recent videos on TikTok about lip blushing, like me personally, like I have literally never once thought about the color of my lips in 20 eight years. Ever. I've never once thought about that. And I'd, are we not normal? Is that like, is, is everyone else thinking about it? And it's, is this just no, us? Allison, this is, this is a light bulb moment. So she said that she's like, I've literally once never thought about my lips. Like this is so interesting. And I'm like, Allison, 
you are proving my point exactly why I hate this movement of transparency towards plastic surgery. Like I am so against it. And it's because of that exact same reason. People are being so transparent for these hyper niche surgical enhancements that they're getting, that it's making people who would have never looked at that flab of skin. And then they go look at it and they're like, oh my God, I have that exact same thing. Should I be self-conscious about this? Like now I need to go look in the mirror and see if I need this. And oh my God, now I need to go get the surgery because everyone's getting the surgery of something that they never would have looked at before. I have several examples of this happening. Yeah. It just brings your awareness to something it like adds an insecurity for no reason. Exactly. And then you start like spiraling and you're like, oh, okay, well, everyone else is getting their lips blushed. So should I be getting my lips blushed? And how much does this cost? And like, what are the side effects? And all the things for that when maybe the original person who quote unquote actually needed to get their lips blushed, they could have just done, done that. And not said anything. Yeah. I just am always surprised. I always hear or see people do my hot take on plastic surgery and influencers or like people do their takes on this transparency culture and no one ever says what I'm saying because I don't know, it just seems so obvious to me that (laughs) my opinion is right. I'm sorry, that sounds so aggressive. It's just like a big influencer who we both follow and we both really like got a surgery, super niche. You know who I'm talking about? I can whisper to you. Oh, yes. Yes. This person got this surgery. I had never heard of this. Go to the comments on her first video talking about it and it will break your fucking heart. The top comments are like, oh my God, running to the bathroom to see if I need this. Oh my God, I'm never looking at my side profile the same ever again because I realized that I had the exact same thing in your before picture. How can people live with themselves posting that content in the name of transparency? I'm sorry. We all know people are getting plastic surgery at this point. Maybe 2008, 2010, it was transparency. Now it's you're getting the surgery for free and you're not disclosing it or you're doing it to make yourself feel better. I'm so transparent. No, you're literally creating insecurities for people and that's what you're doing. It's sad. Especially with people with that many followers at Mm -hmm. an age. Well, I feel like everyone at all ages is very susceptible to the self-criticism, especially on their physical bodies, but especially in your teens, early 20s, where you're maybe still figuring out your sense of identity and you're in your self-love journey. And when someone who you greatly admire is like, I hated this part of me and I needed to fix it. And you're like 16 and you're like, wait, that's 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 what I look like. Like, that's really sad. And there has to be some, like, did the greater masses benefit more from you being transparent about that surgery or did the greater masses suffer because of an insecurity that you caused in thousands, millions of people? I 1,000 wholeheartedly percent believe the latter. That's a really good take. I think you're so right. Like, just, you know, maybe the boob job transparency, the nose job, you know what? Be transparent. That's not what I'm talking about, but it is the niche things that I keep, like the lip blushing, the thing that I just mentioned, like these random surgeries that's just like, why are you feeding? Like, why are you creating? You're literally creating insecurities and people who would have never looked at themselves like that. And also are common in like the vast majority of people. And Mm -hmm. we don't like, people have wrinkles and they have extra fat and they have hair on their body. And like to reduce everyone down to just being these like, like cardboard cutouts almost of like, no character or anything. And I do feel like so often these surgeries are such a fad too. It's like everyone got their lips bigger and now you see people getting their lips reduced down and then it will be this hair color and then that and then this butt or not that butt. And I mm-hmm. I have just always been like, maybe if I just stay in the same place, like it'll it'll pass. And I feel like the trends just always pass. And it's just so sad. No, you hit the nail on the head. There's a TikTok of a girl. I think her name's Ella Halicus. Halicus? She literally said, if you go with the trends for plastic surgery, you will never win. You will always lose because you can never keep up. No, because once it becomes achievable by the masses. So you take the Kardashians. At first, they got their BBLs because hardly anyone had a huge ass. So then they did it. And then once everyone else started getting a huge ass, they were like, "Mm, let's try to be like literally anorexic skinny because now that's not the masses. And it's like, what are you, what what are you guys trying to accomplish? No, I don't. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but I'm truly calling out any influencer who posts about their plastic surgery. Like, yes, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it maybe was being transparent, but now you are influencing. You are influencing and not in a positive way that I believe. I'm really proud of you for being vulnerable. I'm about so how- passionate about <laughs> this because it's 
caused insecurities in me for things that I never looked at before. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm 27 years old. Imagine, like you said, being 13. And I'm so impressionable. And like, when I say insecurities, I actually say that very lightly. Like, I really do love my body. I love the way I look. I'm very happy with how I look. I have a very good relationship with who I am when I look back at myself in the mirror. But just the fact that like that can have an effect on me as someone who is really confident, I can't even imagine the volumes that it's doing to someone who already hates the way they look. And then their favorite creator influencer is talking about how much they hated themselves when they looked like that and they had to go pay $20,000 to fix it. It's like, which is not possible for like the vast majority of people to just go shell out thousands of dollars for these. No. Minute. And the particular influencer that we're talking about, I literally still can hardly see the difference. I know. I'm like, all all that for what? Yeah, it just makes me sad that these people think that they're doing it to be transparent. It like makes them feel good. But I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. That's so harsh. But like, you should take a look because those comments, like, do you not see these comments? That's so disheartening. Or running to the bathroom to see if I need this. That means you can't see it when you look at yourself straight on. Like you have to go take a different angle. Just like what? Where have we gotten as a society? I know. And now on TikTok, did you see how they added like you can retouch your skin, make your eyes bigger, make your lips bigger, all those things like in the app, not like after, but like before you record. Mm -hmm. So please, if you guys are consuming content, like, be aware. Nothing's real. Yes. That now it's not even just editing, lighting, and ring lights, and post-production. Like, literally before you push record, it can fix Yeah, and how you're saying it's just video. Because it used to be, oh, we know photos are Photoshopped at this Mm -hmm. point. But videos are tried and true. It's the real you. No, not at all. And (laughs) And speaking of grounding when you're overwhelmed, like, truly getting on social media sometimes can be so overwhelming of like things that you either need to do or fix about yourself. Like you see one video that tells you to do this, another one that tells you to do that. And sometimes you just need to like put the phone away and be like, whoa, like that was a lot of people telling me a whole lot of things. And yeah, I don't know. I uh, Yeah, I agree. So I think that can definitely be something that we talk about with this topic. So that was my update because I just had to say that. That was a random rant, but Allison said I should, I should say on the podcast and I have been wanting to do next time we did a hot takes episode or something along those lines because I have had that opinion for a while, but it is getting worse and worse. And even like, I don't even know how I feel about the boob jobs because I know I said that that's really, we all know people get boob jobs. Like you can kind of, but but even, that takes you knowing the person previously. No, I know. I actually, you know? it might still even fall under my opinion of like these surgeries because 1000% this trend of getting boob jobs is influencing people to get boob jobs. Oh yeah. And like, even so, I first, like, and I was like, wait, maybe, maybe I should get a boob job. And I was like, I do not want a boob job. I really like to run. And I don't want, like, like it literally the whole... That's what you're saying. It's like you can be secure in yourself and confident in yourself. And then when you see something so many times and you feel like everyone else is doing it, you're like, wait, maybe should I? And you have to be like, you have to like fight against yourself to be like, no, 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 no. And I'm not saying anyone who's had these surgeries or anything, you are not a bad person. I am not judging you. Oh my gosh, 100%. If you have an insecurity, fix it. That is not what we're saying at all. Please, by all means, get your boob jobs, get your nose jobs, get whatever you want. I'm not against plastic surgery at all. I'm fully for whatever's going to make you the most confident version of yourself. I'm just saying, before you go broadcasting, is this influencing in a positive or a bad way? And I think a lot of people think are thinking that they're influencing in a positive way and they're not taking a second to be like, wait, what is this message that I'm putting out there? No, you're so right. Originally, the intention was like, oh, I don't want people to think that like I was born perfect. perfect. Yes. And so I think at first it did have good intentions. hundred percent. And now it's just gone a little too far because at first the surgeries or the enhancements that were made were a little, I don't want to say, more common. And now we're doing these like micro enhancements that are just like, I don't want to say unnecessary, but like this level of scrutiny that you someone else would have to have on someone to notice this change on someone. It's like, does that need to be openly discussed? Exactly. I can think of so many examples, but I don't want to say them because that obviously goes against exactly what I'm saying. But yes, it's just you, you nitpicking your body. Don't throw that on me. Like, don't make me 
Mm -hmm. have to be aware of what you nitpicked and what you decided was an insecurity when it's literally just part of being a human. Yes. And there are so, so, so many shapes and sizes of everything. And I was actually thinking about this. I think it was like yesterday morning when I was on a walk is like, yes, to some extent there is a standard of beauty, but also like think of like the first 10 famous people that come to mind. Literally everyone looks so different. Mm -hmm. Males, females, old, young. It is way more just about like the confidence and the belief in yourself than how you actually look. Because there are so many people that have made it in whether not just in the entertainment industry, but have become motivational speakers or authors or made huge strides in their community or, you know, civil rights movements, whatever. And their looks had literally nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And the rise of social media has just made such a focus on our physical looks when it's like a small part. And if we go back to the eight dimensions of wellness, physical is one of the eight dimensions. Yeah. So we should not be giving it 100% 90, yeah. of our thoughts and our confidence. value on ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm so proud of you for ranting. No, I literally had that. I've had that in me for a few years Spoiler. now. Because <laughs> every time I see, like I saw Emma Chamberlain did two-part series on plastic surgery and I stan Emma, but she was just playing kind of devil's advocate and, you know, gave pros and cons both sides, didn't really give an opinion. I'm like, I liked that, you know, she talked about all that, but I'm like, no, someone <laughs> needs to fucking be honest with these people. Like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick yeah. of our 13, 12, 10-year-olds looking at something that I never looked at until actually probably never have even looked at, you know, I could still never looked at that mm-hmm. and being under a microscope of themselves. Yeah. It's so sad. So I'm standing up for, and it, you're not under any way saying that people should lie about their plastic surgery, but it's not going out of your way to broadcast and to facilitate comparisons. Yeah. Yeah. If people DM you and, or you can say like, I'm happy to discuss any work that I've had done. Shoot me a message. If that's, I don't know. Because maybe someone else reaching out maybe also has that same insecurity or something. And if they got that thing, it would really change their life. And they want to make sure they go to a good person. And they're already aware of it. And they noticed the change in you. Yeah. But to the girlies out here that don't notice these things, why are you traumatizing us? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my opinion. And if you disagree, that's okay. Cause we all can have our own opinions, yeah. but just think about the next time you're going to share or broadcast, whatever you do in life, whatever change you make, just be aware of how you word it and what imagery you're using to promote the before and afters. Because again, that one influencer we're talking about was showing the before and after pictures. And it was just like, dude, you're literally showing people, your viewers that look like this, that you thought that the first one was horrendous and bad mm-hmm. when it's just a part of being human. So that's my little catch up. I know you that was had a great catch up. Update. No, yeah. that's fine. Okay. Any other updates? I know maybe you had some updates, but I'll catch everyone up next week. This <laughs> okay. was a good needed chat. It was honest. We've been having really good chats today. Yeah. On and off camera. So peak of the week. Yeah. Okay. Peak of the week. I will say peak of the week is being here with you, catching up, being in person. The energy of our podcast is just on another level when we're together. So it really person. is. Yeah. So we're definitely going to be prioritizing being together and hopefully it's in cool places and we can travel and meet up in fun cities. Yeah. I feel like the timing, of course, Karen and I have always been very excited about the podcast and been invested. But of course, when you're first starting something, you, it's not like we could can't quit your day job the next day, <laughs> yeah. you know? So the amount that we could really put into the show has marginally had to grow as the show grows. Yeah. And now I feel like we're at a point where we're like seeing some rewards that make putting more time, money, resources in. And it's really exciting and inspiring and makes us cut out more time in our life for all things podcast. Exactly. Yeah. We're seeing the fruits of our labor and took some time, but we're, we're thriving. We're doing well. Yeah. We're doing the thing. And as we say, we don't always need roller coaster, rocket ship growth. We don't mm-hmm. need rocket ship growth. We're just do, 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 do. sustainable growth that does not make us feel overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. We also had another peak of the week that I want to share. Yeah, share it. Um, I got the nicest message and you're going to love this. This gal messaged me and she 
I think she went to Mizzou where I went. Um, so we'd been following each other, but I'd never met her. You know, how you just like follow people. Mm-hmm. And she messaged me and she's like, oh my gosh, I actually met someone on Bumble BFF. I just moved to a new city, met up with a girl and she's a already friends podcast listener. And she saw that we had followed each other and she's like, I'm going to actually go through and listen to your show. So that was like a month ago. And then she sent me a message yesterday. After solely binging already friends for the past month, since my Bumble BFF told me about it, I can finally say I'm caught up on two years worth of y'all's podcast. Podcast. Oh my God, I have yeah. so much goosebumps right now. Yay. If that doesn't tell you I enjoyed listening to y'all, I don't know what does, lol. My mouth is agape right now. Yeah. That's so sweet. We've had quite a few people like recently discover the show and actually go back and like listen from the beginning. And for that, we just have to say like, thank you so much. And it is just so encouraging to hear. And we're so glad that it is having such a positive impact in your life. And any disclaimers, like hopefully you can both see that we've both grown a lot since we first started. So even I feel like I used to speak a little more matter of factly, like, I don't know. Now I feel like I have become more open-minded even since we started. Yeah, me just going very opinionated five minutes ago is funny. We're, we're like rubbing off on each other. <gasps> no, 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 that's great. No, I love that. And that's literally what I've said back to her. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you for listening. The best thing in the world for us is to hear that people are enjoying the show that we produce and put so much work into. So couldn't thank you enough. So that's my second peak. Okay, my peak of the week would be going out to dinner with some people from Clay's work. So he has really cool bosses that own the gym, Dustin and Stacey Tovar. So Stacey is like, she's a big deal. She, especially like in her world, she's gone to the CrossFit Games like eight times, I think. Wow. She's such a badass and she's going again this year and she literally had a baby like three months ago. No, you're joking. <laughs> no. And she has also like a, a three or four year old. So like, I don't know how she's doing it, but last weekend, me, Clay, Dustin, Stacy, they're married and like a few other people from the gym went out to dinner at this like nice Italian place and they're just so cool and fun. And I love getting to talk to Stacy because she's just so inspiring. I'm like, literally, how do you do that? Wow. And raise kids and own a business and still be like so fit and also coming out to dinner with us and all the things. And balance it all. Yeah. But her and I were actually having a great conversation about how much emotional weight women take on and how like Obviously, she loves Dustin to death and I love Clay to death, but things like remembering your kid's dentist appointments or mm-hmm. important dates or like, oh my gosh, it's our friend's birthday this date. Like we've got to do something special or the Christmas gifts or like things around the house. And then Clay and I had like a very, very long conversation after that dinner on the couch where I was like, I do love you so much, but there are these TikToks that are like every husband on vacation, like, la-di-da-di-da, this was such a fun, stress-free vacation. And it's like, Yeah. And the woman behind the scenes made sure everything was packed. You were there at the right time. And I'm not saying every heterosexual relationship is like this, but there's a common theme. Mm -hmm. And so I like said to Clay, I was like, and he's like, am I like that? And I was like, yeah, like I'm usually the one that's like pulling up maps to make sure we're going to the right place. Like just all those little things like that actually do have a lot of mental strain like by the end of the day. And so I asked him if he could like be better about taking initiative on some of those things. And this man 180'd his behavior in the last week. Like he helped me with the spring market. And normally when he helps me, he'll be like, he's always been like so good about anything I need. But rather than being like, what do you want me to do now? It was like, I can see this needs to be done. So I'm going to go do it. Wow. That is the behavior that we need Mm -hmm. because it's just like, you're a grown man. You know what to do. You see there's trash over there. You can take out the trash. You don't even (laughs) ask. Like he's never complained about anything that I've asked him to do, which I already am very grateful for. Like, but I'm like, you know, we're we're two heads of the household. We can both, you know, share the load of making a, a lot of these decisions or remembering when XYZ bills are due or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure there's quite a lot of you listening that maybe haven't even really realized this dynamic in your relationship. But after talking with Clay about it, like I, it makes me want to like spend more time with him, even because there are so many times if I've had like a long work day, I'm like, well, then I have to figure out like if where we're going to go eat or what we're going to do or like what the dress code is. I'm going to be the one to feed peaches, make sure she gets like taken out. Meanwhile, he's like, I don't know 
sitting in the corner ready, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, I've just never really thought that much of it. And like he, I never asked him to change his behavior. He never knew he was doing anything wrong. No, and it's it's so funny to say all that because I took a women and gender studies class in college. It was just a elective that I had to hit, a, you know, one of the requirements for. And it's it's called emotional labor. You, like you hit the nail on the head. It's totally a thing that women deal with emotional labor on top of physical labor way more than their male counterparts. So it's not even just specific to you and your relationship or anyone. It's really it's like truly like the man and the female and the societal norms expectations, all that. Like a waitress, like a man waitress can just be very cold and he probably gets the 20% tip, but a woman waitress has to be warm and make Mm. jokes and be friendly. Like that's emotional labor on top of the physical labor. It really is. And it's taxing in a different way because Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it gets the same gratitude or appreciation for like, oh, you did all these things because they're just kind of like the expectation that they're just like done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so much. It, yeah. It's just as much work as physical labor. Yeah. It's exhausting. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next Next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. But 
But yeah, so look into emotional labor because that's totally a thing. And it is just like how the guys are wired and how our society has not expected them to take on those roles. Yeah, yes. And as not expected to, like, I don't think that they're deliberately not doing it. I just don't think there's ever been an expectation or that they've been taught to do that. Yeah. Because women have always assumed those roles. And I saw this other TikTok recently about uh, this girl saying she's always been so in her masculine because her mom raised her on her own without the dad. And so growing up, she was always like, oh, like I see women get this stuff done. They're like, her mom didn't need a man basically, you know? And so now that she's in a relationship and has been with her partner for years, she's like, I have always always, you know, been on top of like all this stuff and taken so much initiative and been in my masculine. And she's like, and by that, I have actually kind of stripped my male counterpart of being able to be in his masculine. And like, I do think a lot of men are okay with like taking charge, but if we have not ever allowed them to do those things, cause like they don't do it quite right or whatever. Well, how are they ever going to learn how to like do it right if we don't give them the opportunity to? So I will also say in my conversation with Clay, I like really tried to own my part of being like, well, yes, I am a little more picky about where we eat. So usually I do have a say. And if he comes up with an idea not to shoot it down to, because I also saw this YouTube video last week (laughs) of them decorating their house and the male suggested a decor item item idea. And she just immediately shot him down. Like it was the worst idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or person. Yeah. Yeah, The girl shot down the male's idea so fast, like just completely dismissed him. And it really wasn't the worst idea ever, but it wasn't really the idea or the item that was the issue. It was just like not even being willing to hear them out. And like, why, so now I'm sticking up for men, but like, <laughs> why are the guys going to go out of their way to offer more help and to try to do those things if we just shoot them down all the time? Yeah. So I think we both have a role to play and like we could ask more of them, but we also have to thank them and encourage them and say like, yes, thank you. You're doing great. I appreciate you more of this, please. Wow. Yeah. You're so right. That if you want to be supported more in the emotional parts of your life, do not be so mean when they're trying and it's (laughs) not their best and they need to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they'll get better. And by telling them good job when they do a good job will make them want to do more of that. Oh my gosh. Us with the fiery thoughts today. Like, I'm loving this. Yeah, get us in person more often. I know. (laughs) So, listeners, peaks of the week, and then we'll get into it. Yes. Okay. Meg said, getting to see both my sisters graduate high school. Oh my goodness. So cute. Congrats to all our grads. You guys are crushing it, killing it. We're so proud of you. Yeah. Congrats to Meg's sisters. And Rihanna said, a strong end of the school year as a teacher. Finally, a time to rest, relax, and recharge. Big hug to all the teachers for making it through. You guys really make the world go round and thank you for all you do. We support our teachers. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. Morgan said, booked a one-way flight and Airbnb in Thailand to start our nomad living. And this is Morgan, my brother's girlfriend. So goals. Yeah. One goals. Okay. Can you not brag that you're moving to Thailand? That's <laughs> kind of rude. And wait, this is great for us selfishly. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going. So like you better come. <laughs> wait, do you want to come? Like, yes, let's actually go. See, this is why I've never been. And Morgan are friends now too, because you both live in Omaha. Mm-hmm. So you guys have gotten to connect. And she's a vendor at 1404 too. So fun. Literally like Omaha just being the Omaha. smallest big city. Yeah. And cool. And okay, I think so you're going. Oh, yeah. Maybe in October. I don't know. Or that's our group too. I don't know where I'm going. Brady wanted me to come in October. Maybe November, December. Okay. Who knows? TBD. Okay, we're going. But also, yeah, we talked last week briefly that they're moving. So that's, I guess, the big announcement. They're going to Thailand. They live there for a little bit. So, so cool. I'm really proud of them for at this age, like not doing it like right after college. Like Mm -hmm. they, it's so easy once you're in your late twenties to be like, oh, we already settled. We've already built our life. And they're like, no, we're still young. We've still got it. Let's do it. So got time. So cool. And, oh, and Courtney said, taking a week off of work for a day date with my fiance before our baby comes. And I actually literally logged into Instagram this morning and saw that she did have her baby. So congrats, Courtney and Luke. Luke is one of Clay's good friends. So cannot wait to meet the baby and see you guys become the sweetest, cutest parents. Stop. That's so cute. And one more, just because I also have to say congrats to Sammy. (laughs) She said, putting on her first fundraiser and it was a huge success. Congrats, girl. You can literally do anything. You're such a boss. Look at everyone just crushing it this week. As always, send in your peaks on our Instagram at Podcast. Okay. 
Grounding. Yeah, grounding. Everyone take a 10-second deep breath because we just came in so hot at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, you were like expecting a calming, relaxing episode and we just... Did not deliver that. Did not deliver that, but let's find it back. time. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start this off by talking about why you might be feeling overwhelmed. And I think this is really important to discuss before we give you the solution is to dissect the problem. Mm-hmm. So... F- First up, what do you think the culprit might be for someone? Yeah, obviously there's going to be a multitude of different reasons, but we did write a list of some things from our personal experience or just things that we know can be very overwhelming. So first one on the list, you might be being a perfectionist. So maybe you're not wanting to put something out because it's not perfect and it's not done completely. And it's just causing you a lot of overwhelm because you wanted to post this project Wednesday or it was due a week ago and you're just not letting the final version be the final version. And that's causing stress. Or maybe you're not wanting people to see the behind the scenes of your life or just a lot of things that are caused from wanting to portray this perfect image. Yes. That's just how I was going to piggyback off of it is like, are you trying? We've There's been this theme on the podcast this spring of not wanting to use the word try. And I kind of feel like that is relevant here. If you're trying to put this face forward or trying to create something that's perfect, it's taking that magic out and letting life be the mess that it is. And this was something that was very hard for me and is still something I struggle with. Probably the number one reason of that I get overwhelmed is because I, I want to put my best foot forward and I have to allow people to see my process more and the journey and not just feel like the final result is all that there is. Mm-hmm. And I think the more and more you show people that mess, the more they relate to you, the deeper your connection is and the more you realize like, okay, speaking of what would Allison, would Allison be afraid right now? <laughs> I need to be like not afraid to show like not a job well done on something. Mm -hmm. And that has been a journey for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Those are great points on that's one reason being perfectionist. What's the next reason that we thought of? You might be possibly putting too much pressure on yourself and potentially having too high or unrealistic expectations. We're all for dreaming big here, but there's a difference between an expectation and a goal. When you expect a certain outcome and then it's not met, that leaves so much room for disappointment as opposed Mm -hmm. to like a goal that you're wanting to work towards that you understand could take some time to get there. So maybe if you're expecting that you should have had this thing by this time and it done in this way, you could be overwhelmed. And it's like, did you even, is that expectation even real? Or did you just like make that up for yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. Was it a wish or was it a goal? Yeah. Was it even realistic from the start? Did you even try? Yeah. And Or sometimes like thinking that people will notice if you do or don't do something. Like for example, I try to always have a hundred items at 1404 this weekend because that's like the inventory part that I maintain. So if I sell 25, then I'll restock 25. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I could, if I didn't have enough good pieces, I could have 90. There's would be no need to stress myself out to find 10 more amazing pieces just to like reach some number that I made up that only I know about, (laughs) you know, but like old me a few years ago would have been like, I have to have a hundred every single week, like, and just made myself stressed for literally no reason. Mm. Or like if you're hosting a dinner party and you expected that your whole house was going to be spotless and the whole meal is going to be homemade. It's like, were your guests expecting that? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. (laughs) It's again, those unrealistic expectations that, yeah, maybe we're just putting on ourselves. Absolutely. Okay, next one. Yes. You're doing too many things. I think that was how you were just saying in the past, you maybe had done those other things. I think doing too many things was my past qualm (laughs) and disagreeing and saying yes to so much. And there's definitely times where I think I can do decent at multitasking and be on different projects and stuff because I like doing that kind of stuff. But yeah, there is a point where you should definitely learn how to say no. And doing too many things is a thousand percent a very fast way to get super overwhelmed because then you've kind of, by saying yes to some things and taking on certain projects or commitments, volunteer opportunities, then you are you are letting someone down if you don't do it right. And then that overwhelm is real because maybe people are upset at you because you, did, you said yes to too many things and you physically can't be everywhere at once and stretch yourself way too thin. So Yeah, stretch yourself way too thin. And then you're not giving 100% to anything. Yeah. You're just giving crumbs to everyone. And mm-hmm. really who wins from that? Not you, not them. Yeah. 
So of course, we'll give some tips for how to get out of that. But I think in the future, learning how to say no can be a very powerful tool. The next thing is if you're doing the wrong things, oh, this one really resonates with me a lot too. When you're living an aligned life, things just come so easy and they flow so well. And I think your intuition, universe, God, whatever, really will push and nudge very hard if you're doing the wrong things. And everything just has this extra layer of like stuck feeling, like where it feels forced and like you really have to, I don't want to use the word try, but you're trying as opposed to just like letting things be. And in the past year, the more that I have just like let things flow, I'm like, wow, I was really overcomplicating it before. Mm -hmm. And like now I'm doing more with so much less resistance. Yeah. Like this says, you were doing the wrong things and you were trying to make a peg fit into us. Whatever the phrase is. Round peg into a square hole. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... Maybe, yeah. Like like it wasn't fitting for a reason. Exactly. Maybe you should take these signs that you're overwhelmed or that things are going wrong, again, as a sign from God or the universe that maybe you're not doing the right thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. you should be doing something different. Like Mm -hmm. you said, life has been flowing really effortlessly for you. And I also feel like you get overwhelmed sometimes when you're not getting the result you want. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting in all that effort and it's not the right thing, then when you're making sacrifices and you're spread thin, it doesn't feel worth it. So like now I stayed up really late last night because I was like, Kara's coming in town. I want to get all of my new wave in 1404 stuff done before the weekend so that we can do all podcast stuff today. And then tomorrow I can do this other thing. And if I didn't like all of these projects that could have felt very overwhelming and very stressful, but I'm like, I literally love all these things. So like, I'm so down to sacrifice some sleep because these things actually do give me energy and life and fill my cup. So like, I'm down for it. Wow, yeah, great example. Okay, and finally, a reason we have thought of for why you might be overwhelmed. You just might be in a busy season. We all have ebbs and flows with our schedules, with our careers, accountants, the springtime, they are working nonstop. That could be a reason that you're overwhelmed. It's just the wrong time of the year. Maybe you're overwhelmed during a wedding planning season and you're so stressed, you're not even eating. But it's like, okay, once that wedding comes, you will be okay. So I think being able to zoom out and ask yourself, is this just a timing thing? Like, is this just a season in my life? I feel like that is a big one that luckily that one might be the easiest to tackle. Mm -hmm. Because hopefully... You know, they say when it rains, it pours. Mm -hmm. And so you might be in a tornado right now, but hopefully you can get out of that soon enough. And sometimes even just knowing that is reassuring in itself. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, even like last weekend, it was like spring market, all this was happening. And I was like, I know once Monday comes... I can finish my laundry. Like there's no reason to prioritize cleaning my apartment and doing my laundry and like seeing my family when I, on the weekend, when it's this crazy event, when I can literally just do that in a couple of days. Yeah. So I'm giving way too many examples that are very personal. (laughs) No, I think that's helpful. I love examples. So, I mean, yeah, one for me was I had a bunch of deadlines for these social edits due in like three days from when I had started. I'm like so stressed. I'm like stress eating. I'm like not sleeping. I'm just so stressed. I'm not gonna get these videos done. I'm like, okay, in a week, this isn't gonna matter. I'm gonna get it done. It's all gonna be okay. Mm -hmm. But oh my gosh, yeah. It's very intense for those. Very intense. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think we can dive right into what to do yes. when you're feeling overwhelmed. Do you want to give us some of your thoughts? Yeah, I think the first tip is to bring awareness to your schedule. Like you stopping in those moments and being like, this is temporary. Mm-hmm. I can sleep. I can relax. I can do all of that after I get these edits done. For me being like, I know usually Fridays are like not the day for me to do something on Friday evening because... We had, I had to get everything done on Thursday night for both the podcast and the store debuting or opening or launching on Friday. And then I know that Saturday is a really busy work day and then we're also open on Sundays. So for me to do a big outing on a Friday night is like such self-sabotage because I need that night. That To me, that's like my Sunday night before I'm gearing up to like have all of this social interaction. And if I enter the weekend without my cup full, like the whole weekend is just so exhausting instead mm-hmm. of being fun. So looking at you, however your life is laid out, is there certain days where you're like, ah, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that activity for whatever reason, because I know it's not going to end well or vice versa. Like if you know on Sunday that like alone time or getting to see a friend that has like a very nourishing energy to you, having a self-care day is going to really set you up for 
a great week of work instead of deliberately doing something on Sunday that you know is just going to like fuck over your whole week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take a look at your schedule. Is this overwhelmed caused by a certain day? Yeah, the timing of how I went about my week, my mm-hmm. morning, my afternoon. Yeah, yeah, mornings too. Like if waking up too close to when you have to be at work is then causing you to feel behind and stressed the whole day, being mm-hmm. like, wow, what if I actually just woke up one hour earlier than I do? Could I take time for myself in the morning? Could I pack a lunch? Could I take care of myself before serving the world? Would that like actually maybe solve the majority of my problems in a day? Oh, mm-hmm. thank I mean, in my video editing example, I found that I was working really well late at night because no one could bother me. My mind wasn't thinking I'm going to go scroll social media. Like there was just no distractions. So then I had to reorganize my schedule to let myself sleep in. That's okay. You usually can't sleep in because you have work, but if you're working late, you can sleep in. Like sometimes you have to realize that. So yeah, in that example, it's like, okay, what's working well for me? Working from noon to 2 a.m. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's buckle up. And own it. Yeah. And instead of trying to fight that. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. A really big one, of course, breathe. But also there are physical positions that you can do to help your overwhelm. I don't know the exact terminology. I think it was like paralymphatic something. There are like literal nerves in your body that can be calmed, that can cause your whole body to relax. So of course, breathing is a huge one. I saw a tip and I'll like the TikTok, but like laying on your back and raising your legs when you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious can really help calm you down. So if you're full on having like a massive overwhelm or almost in the verge of an anxiety attack. This is not medical advice, but I have seen that like laying on your back, putting your legs up and just taking those deep breaths that fill your belly can really calm your mind and calm your body down because it is mm-hmm. like a fight or flight reaction at some points. And it, is, it isn't just in your head. It can start to get in your body as well. To me, I'm like that. That just feels like surrender. You know how like when you put a dog on its back, you're just like do it when it's a puppy, I think so that it knows who's like boss. To me as a human, it's almost like you're surrendering to everything that's coming at you and being like, okay, it's too much mm-hmm. and I'm going to take a moment and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So do not forget that your body has a part of this. It's not all just in your head. Like take the moment to let your body reset. And of course, ground, go outside, take your shoes off, touch some grass. I know it's like a funny thing to say, but like literally go touch grass, like get some perspective and just, I know when I'm, I'm overwhelmed. And again, I keep thinking of this video editing, but that was like the most recent time I was overwhelmed. I would just leave my phone inside, leave the tech inside, go outside, try to get some sunlight try to touch the ground. It's proven to ground you and to help you reconnect. And that was very helpful. I couldn't agree more. On Saturday, or well, I don't know, one of the days last weekend, right after work, I just took one picnic blanket, went into the park and I it was only like 45 minutes because I had to be somewhere else. But instead of sitting in my car, which actually sitting in your car is kind of therapeutic too. But instead of just like scrolling TikTok or getting more stimulation or whatever, I was like, I just need to go lay in the sun for 45 minutes and just be for a second. And oh my God, it, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Sun really does something. Or hiking. Yeah. Any park. Hike. Bike ride. A walk. walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nature heals. And I definitely want to hone in on the the, like leave the tech inside. When I did that little 45 minute picnic, I just love picnics, but I definitely try to stay off my phone Mm -hmm. the majority of that time because often a lot of the overwhelm is realizing how many emails you need to reply to, how many people are texting you, like all the notifications, like all of the apps that need checked and da, 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 da. When you just put it away, you're like, and you look around, you're like, everything's pretty calm around me. It's really just the phone's on fire. Yeah. I... Love the quote. Someone, I don't know who said this or where it came from. So someone knows, let me know. But it was like, we work in advertising, not neurosurgeons. Like, let's get a grip. Like, I work in TV. I am not a firefighter. Like, you know, just like things that are like, they feel when you're in an ad agency world. It feels like it is an emergency. Like, we are life or death. We have to give CPR to this patient right away. It's like, we are doing ads for a Advil campaign. Like, let's calm down. Yeah. And I'm sure there are a lot of careers where (laughs) things get too much 
pressure. Yeah. Unnecessarily, like too tight of deadlines, people being too harsh on each other when it's it just doesn't need to be that serious. It's like you go outside, you zoom out, the world's not on fire. Yeah. Everything's, the sun's still shining, the birds are still singing. But shout out to the people willing to do things like surgery and keeping oh, yeah. all of us alive. Um, if you're stressed, I have literally nothing to offer you besides thank you for doing what you do. Yeah. Those are the real, yeah. They're built different. Kind of how we were just going about like zooming out lately. I actually, I maybe I've been like this my whole life. This is probably why I literally could never have a nine to five is I don't have a lot of time awareness. And if someone says like, let's say it's Tuesday and they're like, do you want to go do this thing on Friday at five? I've, you guys have probably heard me say, I'm like, how would I want to know I do that Friday at five? So I'm really bad at scheduling things. But when I just let my days flow, everything gets done. It's more fun when I'm not like clock were just such a man. I mean, obviously I get we have to have clocks and <laughs> for society to function, but there are so many things that we let the clock rule our life on that like really don't need to be ruled that you know, strictly. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. I think we've just been taught to abide by the clock. Yeah. So kind of how we were saying, like take a look at your day. I think you're also saying, take a look at your habits and how maybe you're overstructuring your day. And that's stressing you out because you're supposed to be done with something 20 minutes ago when you could just get it done now and it's fine. It's not the end of the world. Like, Yeah, like you may made the expectation that it was going to take you 20 minutes, but like for what? Is it okay if it takes you 30 and then you just decided to not be stressed about it? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'm going to loop this back. So for me, something that really helps me when I'm overwhelmed is making a list of everything that needs to be done because in my head, if I had wanted something to be done by a certain time, it's okay because it can just move to the lower priorities of my list. Like on my to-do list, I kind of put things at the top that like kind of really need to get done. And of course you want to hit everything on your to-do list or try to move things off by the end of the week. But knowing that I have that flexibility and it's not the end of the world, if I don't get something done, at least I know in the back of my head, it's always going to be on this list. It's always going to be accounted for. And that helps me not feel as overwhelmed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to write things down. Like Same. That. I also feel like sometimes we think things are going to take longer than they do. Like sometimes in the morning, I'll be like, I have to do this, 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 and this today. And then I'm like, okay, each of those things maybe take one hour. You've got like 20 hours left in the day. So why are you so stressed? And then I'll be like, oh yeah, it's literally nine o'clock. If I actually buckled down, I could literally have all of this done by noon. And I think sometimes we make things to be harder than they're going to be. And so we add like the stress and expectation to it, which then ends up making XYZ task or project into a whole ordeal when like really it wasn't. Like for example, I have to pay in the sales tax like every month. In the last three years, I always made it this like complicated thing. I'm like, I have to call the accountant. I have to send the whole sales report. I have to do this whole thing. In the last two months, who would have thought the Nebraska Department of Revenue is on 13th Street, just right down the street. I can just walk down there, walk in, show them my square sales report. They'll fill out all of it for me. And then I just write the check on the moment before I'm like hiring an accountant, sending my accountant all these documents, like literally having a hernia thinking I'm going to go to jail if I didn't pay the sales tax. When it was like, bro, it literally, it took me 10 minutes at the office. And like why I was just overcomplicating it. And how did you figure out that it was easier? Awareness. I think like in my head, I just thought it would be this horrible, terrifying thing. Mm -hmm. So I made it be this horrible, terrifying thing. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, what if I just decided that this was an easy, quick task? And how could I just make it an easy, quick task? Because you know what I mean? Sometimes you're like, I have to go to the dentist. It's going to be this whole bad thing. I'm going to have to take off work. All this is going to go wrong. And so you actually make it a shitty thing. Mm -hmm. Instead of being like, oh my gosh, one day, what if just like over my lunch break, I just like went to the dentist real quick and then like ran an errand on the way and it like wasn't a thing. Yeah. And like you said, just being aware of what was really stressing you out. And for you, it was finding resources that proved you wrong. And maybe for you, if it's like, I have to write a cover letter, it's like, can you find a resource? Like ChatGPT. That can help (laughs) you tackle it. Like, yeah, take a look at what's stressing you out and do a quick Google search. If there's resources or tutors, mentors, anything out there that can help you make that task easier. And this day and age, there is. Yeah. Like there is a a coach, a mentor, a PDF guide, a course for anything you could possibly imagine. And back to the surrendering thing, being willing to be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing in this situation and literally asking for help or being willing to pay someone for their advice, Mm -hmm. like truly can just save you a whole load of kidney stones. 
Mm -hmm. And I think stress is like one of the worst things for your body, you know? And that to me was also very powerful information because as we're all in this health and wellness journey and trying to do better for ourselves, it's like, okay, if I'm stressed about being healthy, is that not just negating the entire situation? Absolutely. So if you're like, yeah, trying to do all these things like yoga and journaling and going for your hot girl walks, but it's literally giving you a fucking anxiety attack. uh, I don't know if it's making your life better. So do things at a rate that is sustainable and works for you and don't do them because you think you should be doing them. Do things because you actually want to do them. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like everything gets fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Stress is worse than cigarettes and so many things. Worse than being, what's the word? Stagnant, not walking, like oh. things like that. Yeah. So, well, I read a stat when I was doing research for this. According to a Gallup survey, 34% of Americans would classify themselves as overwhelmingly stressed on most days. That is so sad. And maybe a part of the problem is that it's so normalized that people feel like if they aren't stressed, they're not doing enough. Yeah. So they feel like, okay, well, my natural baseline and state of being should be that I'm like overachieving and stressed. And if I'm not, I'm lazy, incompetent, and I should be doing more. Mm -hmm. But we got to like nip that shit in the butt because that is not, who is that serving? Corporate America. And Mm -hmm. we do not need, (laughs) we got to take care of ourselves out here. Yeah. What kind of life are we living if we're just running on the hamster wheel? Yeah. I know. I don't know. I, it makes me so sad. Actually, perfect tie-in. When I went to do my taxes, my accountant, like I made less last year. Okay. So like say four years ago when I had my corporate job or corporate job, had my salary job, I made the most. And then it's been downhill ever since then. But granted, since I have my own businesses, like I do run a lot through the business. And he was like, Al, it's going down each year. It's supposed to be going up. And I was like, yeah, but guess what? My mental health, my happiness, my friendships are so much better. And he's like, that's why every your generation always says that. And meanwhile, so I don't think my account's going to listen to this, but like he's going through chemo. He's literally the most unhealthy person I've ever met. He's so overweight. He, I don't think he, he has to spend 16 hours a day in that office, which is fine. Health and wellness isn't everyone's thing. And it's like, well, so you made all this money and now you're telling me that your chemo costs 250000 a year. So like what... What, what was all that for? And we were just having this conversation. He's like, yeah, like your generation really just wants to be happy. I'm like, yeah, because what else do we, what do we got? Like, yeah, that's crazy because there's a lot of people in those generations that don't think we're entitled to that. They're like, these entitled people, they need to get a reality check. Like, that's just how life is. It's like, why does it have to be that way? Yeah. Why, why can't we just be happy and go to the park on our lunch shift and hang out with friends and take days off and travel? And yeah. Find so- a way to make life not stressful. One third. Third. That's wild. I know. Well, so, okay. So looping that back into what to do when you're feeling overwhelmed, I think that's maybe post overwhelm, panic attack, anything is reevaluating your life. Are you doing the wrong things? Are you doing too many things? Like that's definitely an evaluation stage, which make sure you're having those because I think it's fine to be stressed in your twenties in your 30s. Imagine a life of being stressed in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. That is... Yeah, things should be easier at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, really? And oh, yeah, last thing is realizing that you do have time. Like I had this friend, not that we're not friends anymore, but it was like she wanted to graduate, get married, buy a house, do the travel, like do everything like back to back to back to back. And it was like, I do like love the ambition here, but... She was constantly like on to the next and just wanted to like check things off to check them off. And I was like, I don't even feel like you're actually enjoying any of these huge life experiences and milestones because you're just like waiting to get to the next one. And now you're like 23 and you burned off like the big 10 awesome things that you get to do in life. Like you got 50, 60 years left. Like there was no need, I guess, to just cram it all in. I think it's going back to what we said. Are you setting these arbitrary rules and things that you need to follow in your life? Is that what is causing you stress? Something that you made up that you need to do? Because in her mind, it was like, get married by XYZ age. Mm-hmm. Visit X many countries in X many years. Make X amount of money by this age. For what? Yeah. Just because your parents said that and they seem to be very happy or because that's what society is telling you. It's like, there are so many different ways to do life. And yeah, yeah I'm sure that you can do, go to all those countries by the age of 30, but it's like, yeah, are you even enjoying them? Or is it genuinely causing you stress? And you spent thousands of dollars, we 
crying in Paris because you're like, I have to make it to this place by X, Y, and Z. It's just like, yeah, it's like, are you doing it to actually experience those places or are you doing it to say you went to 30 countries by 30? Yeah. Because the point for you in your life, if you're saying 30 countries by 30, that's actually like you're almost doing that for your ego and for everyone else so that you can say, I went to 30 countries by 30 instead of being like, wow, I got all of these memories and this appreciation for other cultures and I made all of these friends and I did all of these cool things that I that you get to have yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah, not saying those goals are bad. Just make sure you're not stressing yourself out over rules. And mm-hmm. it's okay if you don't hit that goal and you say it out loud and you're overwhelmed. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Like I said, I was going to do 30 by 30 and I'm only at 20 countries. At least being transparent about that will be so much more relatable to your friends, family, whoever, than if you hit it, but we're miserable the whole time doing it. A hundred percent. And realize that like no one is paying attention to you either. I know. I'm sorry. With a lot of these things, it's like nobody cares what you're doing. I don't know how we got to that. That was a very specific example, but I don't think we had, we're not thinking of anybody specifically with that. No, I I just feel like that's like a common one that you kind of see online. A hundred percent. Because I even have thought, do I need to do 30 countries by 30? Because I'm like 28 and I think I'm at 27 or something. And I'm like, should I get three more in? It's like, if it aligns, not to say it. Yeah. I don't even know. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, my gosh, I haven't been to enough countries. And I like claim I'm this travel person, but I haven't been to enough. Like, but yeah, yeah, it's like you decided that like, what is enough? No, I know. I'm like, bitch, like people go to two countries or no other countries in the one that they live in. Like, get some perspective. Back to our point, get some perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so many of the problems or stressors that we do deal with in our day-to-day lives are like truly first world problems. And when you, like, if you like see a homeless person or you like think about people in developing countries and you're like, I was stressed that I was late to my nail appointment? Mm, honey, um, you know we what? all need to reel it in. Yeah, let's reel it in a second. It's sad. Well, the way we can take it back is like being involved in our corner of the world. Um, Episode number four, I think was Sierra Porter, right? Mm -hmm. Do you remember her saying that her goal in life was just to impact her corner of the world? Oh my gosh, yeah. That has just always really stuck with me. Like I've actually, I like kind of think about it a lot and could probably contribute a lot of my investment into Omaha, like to her saying that of just being like, why am I trying to make these impacts in other places that are like not my community, not my home, like when I haven't even done my job in my own neighborhood. Wow. Yeah. It's like we live in a world where we're very exposed to the global impact of big celebrities, big influencers. But it's like, yeah, we all have the power to change our little ripple in the ocean in our little corner. And then eventually, like as you outgrow one pot, you can make your your impact bigger and wider. But it's like, you got to take care of your home, your neighborhood, your community, your city first. Mm -hmm. And if everyone did that, then the whole world would be taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah, I think anytime I've been overwhelmed and are very stressed out about a situation, calling a friend is a therapy. It is the best thing that I can do to get out of that place because I think our friends give us so much perspective. They ground us. They remind us that everything's going to be okay. They're there for us. And yeah, just give it that perspective that the world is not on fire. It might seem like it's on fire and it's a dumpster fire disaster, but that's going to be okay. And they're the fact that someone, the fact that they listen and just let us vent and rant about what is causing us stress is so helpful and so nice. So for me with everything we said, definitely throwing in calling a friend because that one is huge. And I know it always makes you feel so much better. Some other ones that we can always, of course, shout, journal, journal out your feelings, journal out what you're thinking. Of course, that's going to help you analyze the situation to prevent it from happening again in the future. Some other ones that Allison wrote down, put in your headphones and listen to some white noise or meditation music. Find magic in music. Ask your friends and family to send their favorite playlists. Do something soothing and tactile with your hands. And yeah, long hot baths, showers, yin yoga class, restorative yoga. Oh my gosh, one of my favorites, meditate. A good calming meditation or a grounding meditation can be so helpful when you're feeling stressed out, overwhelmed. Swimming in a pool, that floating feeling is very freeing. And like we said, make a priority list, write down what needs to get done, what actually needs to be tackled immediately. And then you can hopefully ease away from that overwhelm 
piece by piece. Well, Allison took Peaches out to go to the bathroom, so it's going to be me wrapping up, but that was everything we had for what to do when you're feeling overwhelmed. We hope this helped. Please let us know if you guys have any questions. Reach out on DM, on Instagram, Already Friends Podcast. But yeah, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. I'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Already Friends. We want to tell you guys, what is our favorite thing in this world? Getting Apple and Spotify reviews. So to thank you guys, when we hit 500 reviews on Apple and Spotify, we're going to give you one of your favorite things. And we're going to tell you what it is. It's a $50 gift card to wherever you want. Please, come on. We're desperate. We're literally dreaming up these reviews in our sleep. Got to help us get there. If we want to keep creating great Already Friends podcast shows for you guys, we need those reviews. So don't make us beg, all right? (laughs) So leave a rating, leave a review, screenshot it, send it to us. And yeah, when we hit 500, we'll pick two of you guys to get a $50 gift card to wherever you choose. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will catch you in the review section of our show. Love y'all. Love ya. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.